This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is not your century. This is not your century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. The bombing plane is nearing the target with its escort of photographic planes. July 1st, 1946. There are 73 vessels anchored around a coral reef in the Pacific Ocean. Bikini Atoll. Decommissioned battleships, transports, submarines, captured Japanese naval ships. The United States is about to drop an atomic bomb, the beginning of nuclear testing at the atoll. The ships are uninhabited, of course, or at least... There are no people on them. Different animals have been placed aboard the ships to substitute for military personnel. Some were shaved in order that the effects of heat and radiation on their skins could be observed and the results applied to the design of protective clothing. This will be the fourth atomic bomb ever exploded, and the first in peacetime, the first that the world knew about in advance. The first three were the Trinity Test in New Mexico in July 1945, and then the bombs that were dropped the next month on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. These specialists, with their strange and complicated scientific instruments, will make hundreds of tests measuring temperatures, pressures, and radioactivity, and other experiments analyzing the effects of the bomb on aircraft, armament, ordnance gear, and other paraphernalia. The residents of the atoll have been moved by the American military authorities to other islands a few hundred miles away. The authorities assured the Bikini natives that they'd be able to return. Nuclear testing would continue for a dozen years. A few families did return to Bikini Atoll in the early 70s, but testing eventually showed that they had abnormally high levels of radioactive elements in their bodies, and they were moved off again. There's the target. Bomb away. The atom bomb detonated about 500 feet above the water. New York Times reporter William L. Lawrence watched the explosion and described it on NBC Radio. It was an awesome, spine-chilling, blood-curdling spectacle, he said. A fiery, boiling, angry supervolcano struggling upward toward the sky, belching forth enormous masses of iridescent flames and smoke and giant rings of rainbow, at times giving the appearance of a monster tugging at the earth in an effort to lift it up and hurl it into space. It was like watching the birth and death of a star, born and disintegrated in the instant of its birth. The fleet came through it okay. Two transports sank, a carrier and a submarine were badly damaged, a destroyer capsized. There were fires aboard some ships. Vice Admiral W.H.P. Blandy called the test a success. Although a beautiful sight, this swirling, boiling mushroom cloud is certain death to any living thing which approaches too close to its edge. Nuclear fission was brand new. The scientists behind this effort were brilliant beyond all imagining, and they had no idea what they were doing. ...must be avoided until the cloud is thoroughly diffused in the upper atmosphere. 
They towed some of these ships to Hunter's Point Naval Shipyard in San Francisco for cleanup, which they didn't know how to do. They tried soap and water. They tried sandblasting. They succeeded in contaminating the area with radiation. It remains a Superfund cleanup site today, even though homes have been built on it. And for decades, police officers, small businesses, and artists used the site. The Chronicle's Jason Fagoni and Cynthia Dysikas have done extensive reporting on this, the botched cleanup of the Hunters Point shipyard and other former military sites in the Bay Area. Last year, the Chronicle podcast Toxic highlighted some of that reporting. You can hear it wherever you get this podcast. Bikini Atoll sounds like kind of a silly name now because of the swimsuit, but the Atoll came first. Four days after the atom bomb test, on July 5, 1946, French designer Louis Rayard released a revealing two-piece bathing suit that he called the Bikini. He couldn't get a fashion model to wear it, so he hired a new dancer. Fashion writer Diana Vreeland called it the atom bomb of fashion, which is just what Rayard had intended. Not unlike the radiation from the nuclear tests, his invention is still with us today. Not Your Century is part of the San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Network. Audrey Cooper is the editor-in-chief. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like this show, we'd love it if you'd give it a rating and a review. For great journalism today, consider subscribing to the San Francisco Chronicle, which you can do in both paper and digital form by going to sfchronicle.com slash subscribe. Historical research by Libby Coleman. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your century.